0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. Matthew Leach talking to Toronto Blue Jays with one of the hardest working men in MLB.com, Gregor Chisholm, who must feel like... Uh, He's covering, I don't even know what the example would be, but certainly they have kept you busy all year. Um, and most recently, it's uh, Troy Tulowitzki arriving in a deal that started going down sometime after midnight earlier this week. Um, and there's a lot to ask and a lot to talk about, but one of the things you touched on that I thought was really interesting and and I feel like is a big part of this is, what does this move say about the long term here? Because I think there was some perception that the Jays put together a window that was ending this year. They traded for a bunch of guys, and the whole idea was they had them for this two- or three-year span, and they needed to win then. And as you noted, with the addition of Tulowitzki, Donaldson, Russell Martin, they now appear to have a core that you can continue to build around for a few years beyond that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, this this really was an organization that really since 2013 we've been talking about basically this three-year window that would kind of go up until this year. And you could probably extend that one more to next year as well. But after next year, you've got, uh, you know, Jose Batista uh, set to hit free agency. You've got Edwin Encarnacion set to hit free agency. There was going to be an awful lot of uncertainty surrounding this organization over the next 12 months. But since then, we've seen, you know, a lot of transition over the last six months or so, bringing in Donaldson, bringing in Martin, uh, and now, to Lewitsky. now you 've got those three as kind of your future core, and while Batista and Encarnacion and guys like that aren 't going anywhere right now, um, you know now it, it opens up the possibility that this this team has a solid core in place now for a number of years, and not just this immediate window uh, to compete right into here and now that 's obviously a goal, but uh, this kind of extends you know, the long-term future outlook of this organization as well. It's not usually a type of deal that you would see at this time of year. This is usually something you would see more in the off-season, kind of similar to uh, when the Jays were able to get Donaldson. So that's why I think, you know, a lot of people were so caught off guard uh, the timing of this situation. Usually, you just don't usually see superstar player for superstar player swapped at this time of year.
1: What's their level of confidence that they'll be able to keep Tulowitzki on the field?
0: Yeah, that's, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, a lot of the topics of conversation, a lot of the questions are very similar uh, to the ones that were being asked when the Blue Jays originally acquired uh, Jose Reyes back in 2013. There are some similar concerns there uh, with the health, with the health, and, and the, the turf is obviously going to be a big talking point as well because that's something Tulewitzki has never really had to deal with in his career. That does seem to kind of affect guys with back issues a little bit more uh, than legs or, or in Tulewitzki's case. Uh, The hip. I don't think a lot of the issues that Reyes dealt with with his legs were specifically related to the turf. You know, a lot of times he got hurt. It happened to be on, on road games. But, you know, we know the surface can really wear down bodies over a period of time. The new surface they have this year seems to be a bit better. But those concerns haven't completely gone away. And, you know, ultimately, whether or not this trade works out for the Blue Jays, when we look back at this in three or four years from now, you know, it's a lot of that's going to come down to Tulawitzki's to health. When he's healthy, he's he's known as being one of the best, if not the best, shortstop in baseball. Uh, but the there has been an inability to to stay on the field as well, and that's something that in order for the Jays to kind of maximize the long-term value of this, they're going to have to find a, a way to consistently have him in the lineup.
1: It does seem that one thing this club has actually been able to do pretty well is maintain guys like them. I mean, I mean me me. Reyes has certainly had a couple of issues, but they've really maintained they really maintained him pretty well. Batista is a guy who deals with a lot of nagging issues and yet they still manage to keep him on the field Encarnacion. you know it, it's kind of a glass half empty glass half full You can look and see guys missing time, but I think it's if you're judging them fairly, it seems like this training staff and this coaching staff pretty much succeeds at keeping guys with questions on the field more often than not. Is there a level of confidence from the way they've handled guys like that that they can also maintain Tulewitzki and, and minimize the amount of time he misses?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, when you, you know, kind of look at Reyes, you know, there was the, the sprained ankle injury that happened in Kansas City, and there's nothing that they could do about that. Uh, you know, then he had a shoulder injury last year. that you know, That really had nothing to do with, Uh, the daily grind that comes with playing at Rogers Center. And you're right, they've been able to find a way to have Batista this year uh, miss the DL. And it's kind of an interesting talking point because, um, you know, it wasn't that long ago that the storyline was kind of the complete opposite. I mean, the 2013 season was completely derailed uh, by injuries. And, you know, even going back before that when John Farrell was still in town, it seemed like they had countless pitching injury after pitching injury. But this year in particular, Um, You know, injuries really haven't um, had a major impact on this team, at least injuries that have forced guys out of lineups. You know, with the exception of Devin Travis, uh, you know, for the most part, they've been able to, and Marcus Stroman in spring training, but during the season they've mostly been able to survive by um, having all their regular players, and that's something that couldn't always be said in the past about this organization. So when you look at the record that they currently have, uh, health certainly can't be pointed as one of the reasons why they are around the 500 mark.
1: big question, then, is what's next? What, they, they still clearly need a starting pitcher. I mean, I think they improved their run prevention. They, they're probably going to be a better defensive team, but they still clearly need a starting pitcher, and they still have some guys who conceivably could bring in a quality starting pitcher. So where do they go? What, what, where are they looking at upgrading their rotation over the next 47 hours as we speak?
0: Yeah, it's it's something that they're going to have to get done. If they have um, you know, realistic aspirations of, of contending this year over the final two months. Uh, I mean, pitching is obviously the biggest need, and you know, I think that's another reason why everyone was so surprised uh, this week. You know, it was, it was surprising in the first place that, that Jeff Hoffman, uh, their top prospect, was, was dealt, uh, but it was even more surprising that he wasn't dealt uh, for immediate help on, on pitching. So, But you're right, there are other pieces down there that they can use to get, uh, you know, a deal done. Uh, Daniel Norris obviously becomes the, the main trade chip at this point. Um, they also have a guy like Dalton Pompey uh, as, as a promising outfielder that they could potentially look to move. Uh, and then a lot of the other guys are kind of in the lower levels in the minors. So I don't know if they're going to have enough or be willing to part with enough to get a really big piece uh, like, you know, a David Price or, you know, even a Jeff Samargi if the White Sox eventually decide to deal with him later this week. Uh, I don't know if they have, you know, the pieces or willing to give up the, the pieces to, to get those two guys. Um, but I think you could be looking at a situation where, you know, I, I think it's still. I don't think there's any doubt that they're going to get something done. I just don't think it's going to be the big name. I think you might be looking at um, you know, more of those mid-rotation type guys, um, kind of like a Mike Leek that we've heard a lot of rumors about this year. Someone along those lines. I think I still think Iwakuma from Seattle would be a really nice pickup for them. Um, someone who might be a, a little bit notch below some of the biggest names that that other teams are out there talking about right
1: now. Can they take on? payroll this year? I mean, because the Tulowitzki deal was essentially cash neutral for 2015, can they take on some payroll this year still?
0: They should be able to. And, and, you know, I think that's one of the biggest benefits of of that Tulowitzki deal is that it doesn't impact, you know, the salary this year and also doesn't really impact the salary over the next two years. You know, there is a long-term commitment there and and there is a, you know, huge salary obligation. But, you know, a lot of that now comes a a few years down the road. So the the short-term picture, uh, you know, everything remains relatively the same. Um, you know, LaTroy Hawkins was on a very affordable contract. You prorate that. There wasn't. There's not a lot more owed on that as well. So, you know, the Blue Jays kind of find themselves in the similar boat. I don't think they're going to be uh, taking on um, any any kind of massive financial contributions, but they would certainly have enough uh, left in the bank to uh, acquire a rental-type player or a guy who even has a little bit more control left but isn't making, uh, you know, a ton of money this year. But they should, they should, should still kind of have – you know, at least a few million dollars to, to kind of work with in order to, to get that upgrade.
1: Is there anything else you could still see them doing, maybe adding one more reliever or depth in the outfield or anything like that? Well, I,
0: the direction that they really seem to be going, just the sense is that you know they, they do seem to be kind of going away from that rental market a little bit. You know, one thing Alex Anthopoulos does very well is, is playing very coy and coming up with these these deals that almost – you know nobody sees coming. I wouldn't be surprised at all if if you know one of the the long term targets is to try and add a starter that has a little bit more uh, control. And, and then with that, I think you would probably look to expand the deal, and I think that's when you could possibly be looking uh, at you know adding an outfielder in there as well. You know upgrading left field isn't a top priority by any means, uh, but it's a piece that they could use, um, you know especially with the status of Michael Saunders. I don't think there's any expectation now. Um, that he's going to be able to come back and contribute. You know, he's saying all the right things. So he wants to come back in September. But I mean, this is a guy who hasn't played all year and still isn't getting in any kind of rehab games. At some point, you have to kind of leave your expectations at the door. So, you know, that's a spot where they've been kind of going with a rotation of Danny Valencia, Chris Colabello, Ezekiel Carrera. Uh, you could do well to to get an upgrade there as well, uh, and that could be probably a bit of a secondary piece. I don't think you're going to really see the Jays make a big move. Uh, That's isolated to an an outfielder or a reliever. But if there's a deal out there to be had for a starting pitcher, I think what they would try to do is make the package a little bit bigger and get that secondary piece in the deal as well.
1: All right. Well, Gregor Chisholm, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening.